This episode is something a little different. It's just a little snippet out of my conversation with Mark Hardcastle, author of Symphony of Your Life. Uh, you can check out the full episode and full conversation in the previous uh, episode, the one before this. But I just wanted to extract this section because I, I really think it highlighted the the power of a book and, and what a book can do, not only for you, but for other people reading as well. So I I, I really like the story. I like the the idea behind it and I also like the the storytelling of it. But yeah, I think it was it was tucked away at the, the end of a long episode, so people might not have got to it. So I just want to highlight it again here. I hope you enjoy it. I'm looking at a, a bunch of boxes in, in there. I'm about a month a month ago. I got my uh, my books delivered, and as you said, when you first uh, you said you you first opened that that box and you first held that book in your hand, it was one of the the most uh, magnificent feelings of your life. Can you tell us about that that feeling and that all coming together and opening that uh, box and holding that first book? Oh, this 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 is a story. In fact, this this is uh, that that first day is, uh, you know, I, I told you my first printing is sold out. We're getting ready to do the second printing. And as part of the second printing, I added, um, I added a little bit of text to the preface. And this story is part of the preface. Mm. Now, picture this. Um, well, you know, uh, before the books all get printed, the printer creates uh, author approval copies. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, did you get a, an approval copy from your printer before you okayed yes. the whole print run? Yeah, I yeah. did too. And I got two copies, and Jennifer over in L.A. got two copies. So now here we are. Uh, it's weeks before I'm supposed to have them, just a, a week before the print run is supposed to begin. I have two copies. Jennifer has two copies. There are four copies of the book in the world. And I got, them, uh, I got mine on a Thursday afternoon and opened the the envelope and uh, this sense of euphoria overcame me and uh, uh, I knew what was on the inside, but I couldn't help but open it up and start looking at the words that I had created out of my head now on paper. And that, that euphoria lasted for quite some time. Well, the next day was a Friday and our neighborhood had an an entire neighborhood garage sale. Now that's something that's fairly common over here. Uh, You know, individual houses can have garage sales, but when you can have a whole neighborhood, everybody gets more traffic. Uh, and so I, that was the weekend our neighborhood's going to have the garage sale. So um, that afternoon, I my lawn was littered with a bunch of crap that I didn't need anymore. <laughs> and I had taken a lawn chair and set it up at the top of my driveway, my back up against the garage. And I'm I'm while I'm waiting for people to come by, I'm holding this book in my hand and enjoying the the gloss of the cover and the richness of the colors. And the, the 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 smell of the of the the book, you know, from the from the press, mm-hmm. and looking at all the graphics that Jennifer and I had designed, seeing them in 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 real life for the first time, and basking in this euphoria. Now, this must have shown on my face because moments later, here comes this minivan. It comes screeching up to a halt in front of my house. The, the door slides back. All these adults start piling out. The first woman steps out of the van. Her foot hits the sidewalk and. She doesn't even walk up to me. She yells across the yard, that must be a great book. <laughs> so I, I jumped out of my, my chair like a, uh, like a puppy dog looking for approval, ran up to her and said, yeah, yeah, look at this book, look at this book, handed it to her, and, uh, uh, and she took it and 
looked at the front cover, looked at the title, turned it over, read the first line on the back. And you know, the headline on the back says, how do you respond when fortune challenges you with difficult times? She saw that. She looked at the flaps on the dust cover, flipped through, read the table of contents. And she said, you know, I think this book might help me. And my heart leapt. Mm. And but I managed to contain myself for a moment. I said, I, that, I, I love that. Thank you for saying that. But tell me why. And she lifted the hem of her sweatshirt. And I saw a pouch of medicine attached to her mm. belt with a line going into her abdomen. And she said, I'm fighting breast cancer. Mm. And I was compelled. I grabbed a pen, signed it, said, here, please, please take this book. And I, I, I haven't heard from her. But I did hear from her neighbor a few weeks later who said how much she had enjoyed and appreciated and been inspired by that book. And I thought of a story from my friend Mark. He, he goes around, he, he just talks all over the country to middle schoolers, high schoolers. And when he goes to elementary schools, he plays this little game with them and talks to them about where, where cell phones came from. And when you and I were growing up, you know, phones were attached to the wall. <laughs> and, then, and then there were walk-around phones, you know, with the base station and the wire that stuck out. But then they turned into cell phones. All these were new ideas for people. And so he, he asked these elementary school kids, he says, who here has a a big dream, a dream so big you can't wait to make it happen. And, and all these little elementary school kids all raise their hands. And then he says, hurry up. We're waiting on you. Mm. You're going to change the world. And when I handed over that book, one of the four that existed in the world, I could hear the universe saying, Thanks, Mark. Mm-hmm. We'll take it from here. We've been waiting on you. And I, I've never lost that feeling. Mm. And I've, I've, had, I've had people tell me those kinds of stories ever since. Um, but that was, that was my introduction to the book. That was my, I, I saw it for the first time. And then uh, mm-hmm. you know, two weeks later, here comes the palette of a thousand books. And, and you know, I mean, when, when you write a book... You think it's going to be good. You hope it's going to be good, or you wouldn't. And you think it'll sell, or you wouldn't invest the money and the time and, and all the effort to create this project if you if you really didn't think it was going to be a success. But you never really, really know until the books arrive, and you sell the first one, and then you sell another one, and you sell another one, and you sell another one, and and then you know. Um. So, a month later, the books came, and there they were. Now what do I do? Well, I, I opened the first crate, and I made myself a, an appointment at the local Optimist Club, the local Kiwanis Club, the local Rotary Club, started speaking, and they started selling. And, um, and it was incredibly gratifying to recognize that this book had, had a mission, and mm. it, was going to, it was going to get to the people who are supposed to have it. Mm. Um, so... That's my experience of, of receiving my, my book and then seeing it go out into the world. Um, and now I'm so excited to have mm. the second underway. I can't wait for it to come. It, it took me a while. Like I said, I'm, I'm an airline pilot. I, I 
I didn't wear the coat of author easily. But having seen my book come, seen it sell, seen the first printing sell out, you, you can't see it now. But for those of you who are listening, I'm we're on visual Skype. This is my tweed jacket with the leather patches on the elbow I'm wearing. I, I wear the coat of the author very comfortably now. I identify as an author. And, and that. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's been gratifying to see the book come and, and, uh, and, and take on its own life. 